0: Hey guys, welcome to Fuck Small Talk. I'm your host, Mariah Joe, Life and Recovery Coach. I have my master's in sociology and a few certifications in nutrition and behavioral health. I'm also a certified peer recovery specialist, which is a fancy way of saying I use my own experience with addiction and mental health to help others heal too. And I'm here to say fuck that, to fake fluffy talk for the sake of fitting in. You don't need to fit in, you belong. Let's dive into this week's big talk topic. Welcome to Fuck Small Talk, Lucas, how are you?
1: I'm doing very well, thank you, how are you?
0: I'm doing really well, I have a lot of energy. I um, finally, (laughs) finally we're meeting on Zoom and it's working with both of our schedules. So you have been on my list of like must have guests for quite a while. And I'm just so glad that like, you know, we stay in touch on Instagram and I don't even remember what prompted me to reach out when I did. But I was like, yep, this is the time I need to, you know, start figuring out scheduling Lucas on the podcast. So thank you for being here.
1: Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, thank you so much. I really liked your intro just like the meaning behind, you know, fuck small talk and Um, how you didn't listen to people and you just went with the fuck and just went for it and i think that's so cool
0: yeah well i mean i'm here to make an impact you know and i'm not trying to play small and uh you know put a put like a pretty bow on what i'm trying to say anymore i think like that's that's been a roadblock for me, especially, I think, as a woman, you know, raised kind of in a misogynistic home the way that I was. It was very like, we don't talk about that, you know, lots of that going on and be a lady, you know, lots of that. And I'm just like, I'm over that. Actually, I have a lot to say. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's awesome. But, great, great. you know,
0: a guess I guess like you have a lot to say, too. And so like that actually is one of my first questions that I've been really excited to hear from you is like, what's the story behind? Your fuck small talk vibe.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, I, we met on Instagram uh, through my at Dry in Paradise, which I've kind of just kind of shifted to like a meme site for now. But I plan on sharing a little bit more of my personal story on there again. Yeah, you know, for me, the way I reevaluated my relationship with booze and alcohol um, started back in 2019. Um, it was after my dad passed away, and I was going through just a lot of grief, a lot of just you know the opposite of self-love it was just like self-hatred, you know, basically um, going out and going to the bars and you know it was one drink after another and forgetting about all my loved ones, uh, my wife, my kids, um, you know, all these things that mean a lot to me uh, and they did back then, but you know just I just lost all focus on what really mattered and my purpose in life um, so anyways um i went through a lot of things i don't want to go into all the specifics but some life changing moments um that Mm -hmm. brought me to you know realize where i needed to kind of do self-work um first it started um in the gym um just you know finding a new way to um you know just get frustration out in a sense to get over the loss of my dad and um you know those sort of things and I lost my dad to small cell lung cancer. Uh, he was a lifetime cigarette smoker, um, which was, you know, part of me too. Like, I really need to get my health together, you know, something like this, you know, my dad wasn't, you know, a heavy drinker and I didn't really have that around much. I mean, um, I am Latvian, uh, by heritage, my culture, uh, my grandparents are from there, immigrated to America. And, alcohol consumption in the Latvian culture is huge. Um, so growing up, um, it was always either keggers or bonfires, um, you know, just getting together, mm-hmm. shooting pool, um, you know, all these things that I, you know, still enjoy, but without alcohol these days, but, uh, sounds like um, my family is, a little uh, bit where it's like,
0: we, we met to, we met for alcohol. I Like that was the reason why we gathered, um, is what I figured oh, yeah. out, you know, and it's like, Yes, it might have been like a funeral or a wedding or a graduation or a bonfire, like you said, like, but when I look at all of those gatherings for my family, too, it's like, you know, coming from like a rural, like, you know, um, family in in small town Midwest, you know, like it's it was very much that as well, you know, like alcohol was why we gathered and then we like made up other reasons or had other, you know,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, you know, with that, too, it led to a lot of uh, just turmoil, too, you know, where uh, alcohol consumption is, you know, it starts getting heavy. And, you know, people like to, you know, prove themselves or do stupid things. And it's one of those, you know, as I sit back these days, I'm just celebrated, I think, four years now, going on five years of living alcohol free. So hell yeah, I'm just kind of sitting, yeah, and just kind of sitting back and seeing how Uh, when I observe situations and how people go about their lives when they are out drinking and just either be a public or here in Hawaii's at the beach, you know, where, you know, you just kind of see people just over time, you, you see them become a joke, you know, almost like, look at this person who can't even hold themselves together anymore after consuming something. And, um, you know, part of me, part of me doesn't miss it at all, you know, but, um, there is um anyways i kind of went a little sidetrack so i i appreciate
0: um, that actually i really i wanted to kind of pick your brain about that you know like obviously your handle is dry in paradise you know and that's something that i think i can't be the only one that like associates like palm trees and vacations with like alcoholic drinks you know because it's rest it's vacation it's all the things but like to live there like like in a in a pretty touristy like part of hawaii or like um I I feel like I mean is it all around you all the time (laughs)
1: um yeah I would say so I mean just in our society in general you know it's everywhere always on tv etc um but for me here when I was going through that grieving process it's like you could always go to the bar and meet somebody new because you have so many tourists around and uh when I moved here back in 20 uh 2016 I didn't really have a lot of friends either. Um, So when my dad passed in 2018, it was kind of like, you know, let me go out, meet new people, et cetera. Um, When I did end up uh, deciding to stop drinking alcohol, I did attend quite a few AA meetings to kind of get me motivated. Um, Just read a lot of Quit Lit um, out there. Um, I think there was this one book, The Courage to Change, which uh, I read quite a bit of that, Um, just kind of talking about stories of, you know, everyday individuals getting through the grips of alcohol um, consumption and abuse. Um, So that was great. But throughout all that, it is kind of tough at times, you know, uh, big around here is Pauhana is as they call it, where people get together after work, usually on a Friday, crack a couple green bottles, aka Heinekens, and just go at it. And especially me working in the construction trade, Ah, uh, there is the stigma of oh, you work construction. Oh you must like, you know, getting smashed on the weekends or right, you know, which it used to be back in the days. But uh, these days, I enjoy you know coming home on Fridays. I have my regiment where, you know, my kids know Dad's coming home with the pizza, and nice. we're gonna sit down and we've been I've been getting them into uh, watching Full House from back in the day, which nice. is kind of cool, seeing my little kids getting into that show, yeah, this is like the whole family vibe and. I love that. Which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice.
0: I love how like peaceful your life sounds today compared to, um, you know, I imagine like rewinding, you know, back to 2018 when you were going through so much grief and just like trying to figure out everything um, about like what you even thought or what you even felt. I mean, grief is insane. I've talked about grief a lot on this podcast already. And it's just, um, I actually told a a patient that today at work in the hospital, um, just that grief is like underlying under almost every substance use disorder that I've ever seen. Like grief is always there. You know, it's always something that like, it's, it's a painful experience or like definitely traumas and things like that. So I just think that that's important to like point out and just say like, you know, it's it's often like like we talk about big alcohol, right? Like on your page, you you say um, that you're big alcohol's worst enemy. And I love that. Um, and yeah. I and you mentioned it a little bit, you know, like it's it's on TV everywhere, like all of this. But can you speak a little bit to big alcohol and like what that means? Yeah,
1: so big alcohol to me is, you know, obviously Anyone from Budweiser to The Rock, you know, anyone out there that's out there promoting, you know, alcohol consumption to make money or, you know, knowing, you know, studies have come out. There's a lot of information out there now about how even one drink a day is not good for your body, especially your brain. Um, You know, it kills off bits and pieces every time. But, you know, to me, it's, it's really just a big middle finger too big alcohol and the way that they prey on even kids these days, I I find everything's either a juice or a sparkler or something that, you know, kids would gravitate to in a sense, or, Mm -hmm. you know, the commercials I see on TV, there's times where I'll stream shows that, you know, call it football um, from Canada. And just up there, I notice on TV, they don't show ads for pharmaceutical companies they don't show ads for um you know the next alcohol thing whatever it might be it's really just you know oh let's talk about a wheat bread and you know whatever some sort of you know mattresses you know it's like yeah just normal commercials you know where hair is just so in your face in your face and right you know growing up and seeing how when i reflect back at what i you know, the things I've done, the things, you know, I'm so lucky to even be here today, Um, just with everything I've done from drinking and driving. And, you know, I'm so fortunate looking back that I didn't hurt any of my friends or family, in a sense, or killed them, you know, doing things. And I'm like, my gratitude these days is like, just overwhelming, Um, really keeps me going and inspires me every day, giving thanks just to be here and You know, all this kind of came from, too, just finding that that strength inside after I stopped drinking alcohol, finding, you know, what is my purpose? Um, You know, my mantra these days is uh, faith, focus, and purpose. Like, what? keep the faith, you know, keep my focus and understanding my purpose here and what I'm here to do. I am not here just to, you know, be a fly on the wall. I want to help inspire others um, to quit alcohol. Um, I also want to, you know, just be a better father, be a better husband. Um, Understanding too, I can't please everyone, no matter what I do, no matter the amount of sacrifice or whatever, there's always going to be someone that says you're not doing enough. And, you know, I'm at that point now where I'm 44 or going to be 44, I forget, but, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. comfortable being who I am. You know, there's, there's no, you know, turning me down. I can't take it down anymore. The way I see myself progressing through life when I look at my 2 year, 3 year, 5 year goals, I'm going to keep getting incrementally better. And without, you know, God's good grace and you know the blessings I have and you know living in paradise, you know, which is great, but you know it does come with, you know, hardships, you know, I do miss my family on the mainland. Uh, you know, I yeah. was in Seattle for Oh, man, almost 30 years I grew up over there. So I got a lot of family there um, that I miss, but I'm going to go see them here sometime soon. Um, So that'll be nice. But
0: uh... even even that is grief, too. Like, that's a whole nother like I feel like there's just so many different forms of like Things that we're going through that's like just really hard, you know, and so like when when our go to especially like even if it was for a season, but like if our go to was to go towards alcohol and like listen to these ads on TV and it's everywhere and it's like had a hard day drink, bored, drink, you know, like all this stuff. And it's like, well, and then, and then on top of that, we're losing people that we love. Like our support system might not be there. Like we just moved, like, plus then on top of that, we have everybody going like, Oh, must be nice. You live in paradise when like, we don't really feel that way. (laughs) And like, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine, you know, like, and, and at the same time, you know, like, I don't know. I just think like, it's such a strong thing to be able to be Literally living in a place that, for me, I think about going to Hawaii, and that's kind of it. Seems like maybe almost like a trigger of mine to like be on a tropical vacation like that. It would be really hard for me to not consider.
1: Absolutely, I, that's. I, I kind of felt the same when I went to Vegas for the first time. That was always one of those places where, you know, we'd party parlay hard over there, and mm-hmm. you know, I went there back in twenty twenty right before all this COVID stuff was kicking off, and great trip and had friends that came down because i was turning 40 or i just turned 40 and they all came down surprised me and you know i i brought quit lit with me i you know stayed focused you know and nothing came of it and i did have a couple you know there's always that little voice in the back of your head right if you don't Mm -hmm. know how to kick it to the curb you know you could fall to it but um you know it just really just stayed focused and you know, I had some support there as well. My wife came with me, which was good. And, yeah. you know, if you have, if you have that too, I mean, either, you know, even if it's just a phone call away, somebody that, you know, it was always nice to have that, you know, I can call somebody if mm. I ever do have a problem. And I looked at that, to, to almost like my mom on the mainland who, you know, she's always supportive uh, of I do. Um, so it's a very nice thing to have. And, But yeah, I wouldn't stress it, you know, come to Hawaii, come and enjoy (laughs) the palm trees and things that I highly encourage people to go out to Maui after the devastation over there. I went and visited, um, it was probably about a month ago now over there near Lahaina. Um, you know, they, they really need people coming in there and helping them out. It's just, it's really just dire over there,
0: but um, just so tragic to like watch. Yeah, very, very,
1: very tragic, very tragic.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm watching from, you know, North Dakota, like as mainland as you possibly could get. <laughs> you know, um and it's just Pretty much. I mean like yeah, we are like the center of North America, you know, like we're we're landlocked. It's there's no water here. We actually one of our most popular tattoo yeah. shops is called No Coast. <laughs> um anyway, I, I I digress. Um but is it
1: snowing yet? <sighs>
0: Not quite yet. It has snowed, but it's all melted, you know. But we're we're getting yeah. there. Today it was like 35 and it's it's coming. It can be really, really difficult with someone who struggles with mental health, like depression and things like myself, especially when it's cold, it's frigid. Like you like going outside isn't an option. Like it's not you can't go outside to get some fresh air or like that's not you can't go on a walk. You know, it's not a thing. Um, and then plus like it's dark um consistently here and um, I'll, I'm not going to go into it super detailed. I don't think, I think that's just kind of a whole nother episode that I have been curiously using alcohol lately. And, um, I mean, lately, like the last couple of months and, um, I just wanted to like, kind of come clean about that, I guess. Like, and I, I know that it's crazy. I, I can tell that I'm like a, from, I come from like a childhood of like, you know, trauma and being scolded um, because that's kind of how I feel. I feel like I'm like getting in trouble by disclosing and being honest and open with like the choices that I have been making. And, you know, I, I guess when it all comes down to it, it just all directly correlates to how much shit has been going on in my life. And it's just been very hard. Like the grief is, is real. And I'm going through a bunch of different transitions in life. And now here we are with this seasonal transition too and a few days ago i don't even um it was sometime last week one of the days um i got myself into a situation where like it wasn't just a few drinks and it was the first time that i was like extremely alarmed with with like because like i didn't i didn't go into my first drink with that mindset that that's where that was going to lead me and um i think that with uh with kind of like how Everything is changing around me like the seasons and everything like just everything seems a little extra hard right now. I'm in between jobs. I'm like trying to like there's a bunch of stuff that's going on um, processing through a breakup and I think I'm starting to really realize that moderation, while it may have worked and been great and that I have learned so much about myself, I can't deny it that I feel that like it has it has been um, escalating like over time, you know, and I witnessed that in myself. And so like, like where else than to just, I guess, be real on Fox small talk, you know, but that's something that I'm addressing with myself. You know, I took myself to my first 12 step meeting tonight for, for a really long time. You know, I usually, I usually went a couple of times a week, all of my recovery and, and I've stopped doing that in the recent months. And I obviously like they're connected, you know, I knew if I was going to have a beer or two, like, I just felt odd being in a meeting you know and I was just like well where's my space where you know do I even fit in all this stuff and it's just crazy what our mind does to like talk us out of situations especially when we're struggling with stuff like with our mental health and grief and big changes and just like not knowing where to turn and almost like not knowing how to be honest with ourselves first and uh it's, it's hard, you know, like, I think um, I just wanted to like put that out there because like, if anybody is in the process of being sober curious, or maybe you were like, um, like this black and white, like maybe you were sober, um, no alcohol at all. And now you switch things up and maybe you're dabbling and trying to figure out what fits for you. And I just want anybody that might be in that spot to like give themselves grace and, and allow themselves to, process through and learn what they need to learn but at the same time recognize how dangerous it can be to um isolate or just keep yourself in the dark and not have that that line to the recovery world you know like you mentioned like you can call your mom she's always a huge support or like um recognizing and understanding that there are so many people in 12 step meetings across the world and online like there's so many people here that are thinking and feeling really similarly as you especially with the use of alcohol So, yeah, Yeah. I guess like that's my that's my spiel right now is like, you know, you're not alone if you're curious and trying to figure it out. But also you got to be real with yourself if it is getting unmanageable in any regard, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Mariah, I mean, you know, power to you for recognizing that, you know, um, and, you know, continue to, you know, you acknowledge it, you see it, um, you know, and that's that's a that's a big. It's almost like a superpower to see, you know, when, you know, you don't feel right about something that you're doing um, and you went out to try to, you know, go and find, um, you know, some people to relate with or go out and share some stories or hear some stories, you know, right. uh, you know, and. You know, for me, um, you know, I just I know, like, I can't just have one, you know, I, I can't. Um you know, I dabble in other things. Um, you know, I'm a medical marijuana patient uh, when I need it. Um, but, you know, for me and alcohol, it is it is not a good mix. Um, so, um, you know, I get it. You know, everyone needs their thing. Um, so it's some of those things that, you know, you just have to find what works for you. If you're sober curious, great. You know, just realize, like, it's okay to moderate you know, it's not about just going out and hundred dollar bar tabs or whatever it might be, but understanding, you know, the, the effect it has on you, it has on your body. uh,
0: Right.
1: You know, and that goes with anything in life. uh, You know, it's, it's like that.
0: Yeah. Like our choices have consequences, no matter what, even, I mean, they have positive consequences. You know, if we do the things that are in alignment with like something that is good for us, you know, and it's so crazy. Like all of the self-talk that I've done with myself over the last couple of months that I've been, I mean, cause it started with like a glass of wine at dinner every now and then. And like, I know that that's for me, for me personally, that is okay. Like genuinely, like I, that is okay. And then I come home and I am reading my book still and going to bed by 11. Like it's very normal for me. Um, but I do recognize over the weeks that like, it's gotten increasingly more and more and more and more often. And it just like, so like, you know, that, that kind of goes like the question that I'm asking myself a lot is, can I moderate then if it is going to be something that is always going to escalate or what? And like, then it's kind of just like that mental tug of war. It's like way more exhaustion than it's worth. You know what I mean? And so like, I appreciate what you, what you brought up about, um, medical marijuana too, you know, like I've been using THC for two years of my recovery. I got sober in 2019 as well. Um, and so I, for two years I was clean, clean, clean. Um, and then, you know, um, dabbled, you know, (laughs) with THC and actually it, it helped recognizing how much it has helped me with sleep and anxiety and so many other things that I struggle with. But yeah, I don't think that, um, saying that other substances for me are like, okay, (laughs) in moderation, or like, I can fool myself and think that a glass of wine is a good anxiety medication, because I know that that's bullshit. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, it's those things, um, you just got to listen and believe in yourself and what you're going through in life and understand that everything is temporary. Um, You know, we could all die tomorrow. And, you know, it's, It's understanding that, um, you know, being able to control the controllables and Mm -hmm. what you can't control and what you can control. um, You know, something that helped me along, too, when I was in my early days and even today is the philosophy of Stoicism and understanding my virtues of life and certain things that I I reach for, um, my purpose, um, all these Mm -hmm. things. uh, Just to help understand, you know, even if I don't always put my best foot forward. I know that tomorrow I can try again. You know, I don't, I don't beat myself up over stuff. Um, You know, there's, there's times where I'll feel low or I'll feel sad or, you know, there's been instances where, you know, I, I want to take a day off of work and I was like, you know, maybe I should go and, you know, get a beer or whatever, and just try to talk this out with somebody or, you know, but I know deep down inside, that's not the answer for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, everyone's different, you know, different strokes, different folks. So, um, you know, you, you have to just do what you have to do. You're being honest with yourself and anyone else that is curious or, you know, even so be it, It's you know, you just listen to yourself, you know, what your body can and cannot do. And, you know, you, you put your, what do they say? You, whatever helps you sleep at night, you know, that's, that's really what it's about.
0: Yeah. And some this can is... some can't. This is like my life. Like community is so important. I just want to be able to belong, meaning like be myself fully, wholeheartedly unmasked and be accepted and to accept others in that same fashion. You know, I don't want to have this like, judgment personality where i'm like hey you have to make sure that your mask matches mine or else we can't be friends i want the real i want what's underneath and a lot of times we're not um like i'm air quoting but like playing by the rules of a community right That's 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 how i felt i guess personally like in a in a 12-step meeting feeling like well if i am dabbling drinks every now and then or you know like should i even be here you know what i mean but like recognizing that like that's my own judgment of myself. Like nobody in that room ever told me not to come to a meeting because I'm unsure about where I stand with my use of substances. Like that's not it at all. And I've really missed the spiritual connection in that community since I've been gone. And I can't help but think that like, even just my absence in those meetings or just in a, in a connected like group setting with like-minded individuals, like I think that that is part of the depression that I feel that drives me to reach for a drink. So it's literally like an endless loop. Like it just, it doesn't work um, for me right now. And I don't want to go into this next winter season. And I know that. And so it's, it's sounding alarms in my head to, I have to start, you know, making meetings or um, even talking about my feelings, honestly, and openly, like I, I need to make this more of a priority right now in my life. So I don't know. It's just been really beautiful that, like, you lined up to be a guest right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. The world works, our universe works in, you know, weird ways. And, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, just whatever we, you know, consume, that's just part of it, right? There's so much more when it comes to our health, our mental stability, um, you know, doing things like exercising, you know, gets us out of ruts or, you know, just being able to be aware, like you said, of what it is and where you want to go, um, whoever it might be, um, just know that everyone has a purpose, you know, and kudos to you for this podcast and everything you're doing to help spread awareness on on all these little issues that everything that you talk about, which is great. And, um, and I'm just really happy to be here. And it's, uh, it's so funny when I look back at, you know, how I was when I first started, like, you know not drinking alcohol and I was all like yeah you know I hit 90 days and this and that and for me it's not even about the number anymore you know it's more about and I only when I do post on Instagram I only share my number just to help inspire others that it is possible mm-hmm. um there you know there's people out there that you know I don't count days and this and that and, you know I really don't give a fuck what people do right. um you know Again, for me like it's, whatever works it's, for you it's really yeah. Do what works for you, you know, and that's, that's what it's about. You know, just be your true original self. Don't try to put on a mask and be somebody else, you know, just be who you are. Uh, I think that's the most beautiful thing in the world for anybody is just to be your authentic self. And there's some people that just can't handle it. You know, people tell me all the time, you know, you're too loud. You're too this, you're too that. Well, guess what? Uh, that's how I am. Mm-hmm. That's guess how what? God Fuck made small me. Time. exactly um so you know i you just keep it pushing you know that's what it really comes down to and i hope everyone out there whoever listens to this please find your purpose uh you know there are always better days um we're not six feet yet and just go out there and continue to just live your best life and just uh be a be a good example just for humanity uh everything going on in this world is Really just uh, unbelievable from the wars to just society and, you know, just everything going on. How can one um, not drink?
0: In the time of COVID, in like a a worldwide crisis, you know, like big alcohol in our capitalistic society really took advantage of like a sick, hurting, scared um, nation you know full of people who were now stuck at home scared for their life losing people all of the grief that everybody was experiencing with all the change um it was it was insane like obviously an epidemic and big alcohol literally saw its opportunity to like prey on the vulnerable in that moment and we see that in like the rise of the sales of alcohol and the consumption of alcohol and in the oh my gosh, like the, how many people are needing like medically, like, just like medical intervention for quitting alcohol now. Um, it is, our our numbers are higher than ever. And so, yeah, it's tragic.
1: Yeah. You know, and then like delivery services and things like that didn't help either. You know, oh, we'll just bring it to your door. You don't even have to leave your house.
0: Yeah. We'll um, door dash alcohol right to your door. Like that's going to yeah. be, that's insane. I know. I just, there's so many things like that where they just made it so easy. And that's like, what I was saying um, too, is that the, there's so many different types of alcohol that were like newly invented, you know, like we have, we see this rise of seltzers and like zero calories, zero carb or whatever, you know? So it's like that, why would you need to create a drink that has zero carbs unless you were advertising it? Like, so why not have 12 of these? you Know, like, oh, yeah, you you can now, you know, like it's yeah. promoting yeah. over drinking, it's insane, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, big time. Uh, yeah, what it, it was interesting when I was uh through that pandemic, you know, I was like, wow, I really picked the perfect time to stop drinking, you know. It's like, can you like
0: imagine, from,
1: yeah, you know, 2019 going through the pandemic? I mean, just the struggle there, and you know, there were a couple di- times where, yeah, it's like I almost did, but um. Yeah, yeah it was a very same. tough, very tough time for everyone. I mean, I still feel the shockwaves from it uh, in the mm. construction industry and, you know, just from like family members and things. You know, people are like, just the paranoia is at an all time high. And, you know, everyone's so, you know, just, you know, be careful, be careful. It's like, yeah, of course, you know. Right. But like, what You with... have to do to stay yeah. healthy
0: with like fear and grief and all of those things that were stirred up in all of us. And like, like, you know, the, um, I guess like that just promotes us drinking too, you know? And so like, I can't help but think that if big alcohol didn't have all of this, like, it's like propaganda or I know that's not the right word, but you know what I mean? It's just like all of these like advertisements that make it look fun and fruity and everybody's oh, yeah. doing it. And um, you do it when you celebrate and you do it when you're bored and you do it all the time. Like it's just.
1: Oh, all the time. I mean, it's, it's everywhere from, you know, Spotify to, mm-hmm. you know, just TV commercials. Um, I mean, IG feeds, you know, that, that was always a problem on my feed where, you know, I had to continue to block, 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 because when you talk about alcohol, you know, you're in the algorithm. So you're going to see that stuff, right? Yep. So.
0: It's something that I found out. So when you make reels, before you post them, you can, now there's like an option for you to click topics or categories or something. So you can like tell Instagram kind of like what the topic of this reel is, and you can pick up to three options. And so usually, almost always, I've been clicking a relationship to self, relationships, And spirituality or something like that. But there was another option the other day. I was talking about alcohol use specifically. And I scrolled up to see if like that was an option. There's an option to say alcoholic beverages, but there's not an option that says non-alcoholic beverages. Like you can say that like the topic is alcohol, but there's no option to say like this is actually about like specifically drinking Uh, non-alcoholic.
1: Not not surprised. Not yeah. surprised. You it's know? just um, yeah. And so I guess on the flip side, right after that pandemic, everyone you know drinking too much. I, I hear now you know the rise of NA alcohols and beverages and refreshments mm-hmm. and things, and which I think is great. You know, I love going into the store. I mean, there's times where I'm, yeah. There you go. I've got the hairless, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, hairless
0: dog. You know it. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. You you gotta have it. Uh, there's. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, for me, there's things like when I barbecue, like I always used to crack a cold one, you know, it's like, okay, if I'm going to cook steaks, I got to have a beer. And so yeah. I, I, I prefer, you know, just whatever's on sale. I'm not too into, you know, whatever, but there's, you know, I think Heineken Zero's always on sale here. So I'll nice. go and grab that. I'll go and grab that. And then I'll be out there and I'll see my neighbors be like, yeah, you know, and <laughs> they have no idea. that's amazing. uh, Yeah. But they all know I don't drink anymore. And, you know, it's kind of funny, like as I go out and I, you know, don't promote, but I always kind of bring up, you know, alcohol or, you know, the Mm -hmm. fact that I don't drink anymore, you know, whoever it might be from, uh, people I work with or, um, just my neighbors, acquaintances, and people reach out to me all the time. And, you know, just always ask like, Hey, know how'd you do it you know and so I'm always giving pointers people are always reaching out a lot of guys um, a lot of fathers reaching out to me you know they see me doing and they know I used to party hard and um you know they always ask like you know how'd you do it and I always give them recommendations on
0: what are some of those recommendations yeah give us um
1: you know like for me what really helped me out in the beginning was therapy um, you know, going to a therapist, talking that out. I did couples therapy with my wife too, just kind of getting through everything that we went through. And I did it. Uh, I broke off and started doing solo sessions, which was nice. And, um,
0: oh, know, yes, to therapy. COVID,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, but then it kind of went into virtual, uh, you know, throughout that pandemic and it really got me off the whole virtual thing. I'm, I'm more of an in-person kind of, mm-hmm. you know, when I, when I talk to a therapist, I like, want to be there. I want to feel the vibe Yeah. you know, like how much can I share? And etc and um but yeah therapy was big um quit lit was big um thousand hours dry um that was pretty big for me when i first started thousand hours dry it's um instagram page uh at thousand hours dry where it was a thousand hour challenge basically where you know you don't drink alcohol for a thousand hours and i think it's like 42 days or something like that and You know, that's, I think I saw it when I was like on day 30 and I was like, oh shit, I'm almost there. And (laughs) I reached out to them, I reached out to them and they had this, it was like, basically like a little questionnaire, like a little quiz. And it was like, you know, re-examine your relationship with alcohol and it would, you know, have these questions that would then spur these answers in me that, you know, like why, why do you feel like you need to drink? you know and then he start when he started putting it on paper it really started kind of opening my eyes to mm-hmm. a little more to you know like wow it really doesn't benefit me at all like yep. it really it really doesn't yeah. help you know it might help in the moment but the next morning i might feel like shit um you know the the people that you know the excessive um just the unsafe situations i would put myself in when yeah. i was drinking um And so that helped me out quite a bit. Um, You know, just a good support system was nice. Um, I have two sisters who were very helpful as well in those early days. Um, AA meetings, I went to, shit, I've probably been to like 60 AA meetings throughout Mm -hmm. my time. I mean, I still go to them every now and then too, just to kind of hear and then share. And there was one uh, AA group I went to. Or I think it was like three months, four months when I first started. And I remember going back when I hit a year and they gave me a standing ovation, which was pretty uh, sweet. That's so, so special. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. Um, I but, really
0: like, you know, that, that's been huge for me too, is my community, you know, like, and, you know, I'm, you know, younger, like in Fargo, North Dakota, which is like one of the biggest drinking <laughs> cities <laughs> in our country. And so it's like, what, um, it's just it's crazy how much alcohol consumption is here and so to find people my age you know that weren't trying to party anymore like they were actually trying to stop that was like super important to me and so going to NA was like life-changing you know and so like being back there tonight when we closed up we did our circle and stuff and I've only been away for like a few months but that's the longest I've ever been away in, in my recovery time. And like, it's not like in my few months away and like my choice to drink, it's not like, it's not like it flipped a switch and I like forgot everything in recovery. Like my education and my experience in recovery and all of the 12 steps that I've gone through, like they're still in me. And so it's been really like, um, contrasting with the choices that i've been making lately and so like standing around and like linking arms with everybody and closing the group i just got kind of teary-eyed i got like really emotional and i'm like these people are always here you know even like walking into a meeting not knowing who's actually going to be there knowing that there will be people there in general like it's it's life-changing it's life-saving you know and so it's um you know i just i feel like whether they are for you or not, you know, finding a community like that in some way, shape or form is so important. That's so cool.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, that goes for anything, either it be quitting alcohol or if you want to, you know, excel in certain things, you know, like being in your profession and what you're doing. I'm sure you, you know, go to, you know, uh, luncheons and things to, you know, meet and greets and, you know, get your name out and yeah. You know, having that support as well. And it's all about the purpose. You know, what are we here for? What can we do with our lives? It's so short, right? And it's just like a blink of the eye. And, right. you know, AA, AA really it did help me a little bit. I mean, I'm not a, I don't, uh, I don't advertise it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But yeah. it, it, it is a, definitely a good tool. You know, um, another thing that helped me out was breath work, you know, uh, mm. just taking the time to slow down. To do breath, you know, breathing techniques, things that I learned from my therapists. Um, you know, just being able to slow down my breath.
0: Yeah. Hold do breath. Do you follow you know? Nick Terry TNT?
1: Uh, no, I do not.
0: Oh, he was like one of. He was one of my first. Get. He's actually. He's in Hawaii he reached oh, out to
1: me that guy yes 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 yeah, yes he, i did hear some of that
0: he was yeah. on talking about breathwork and like um him and his wife yeah. i think they, they lead like breathwork sessions and um stuff wow. and i just think it's so powerful that's it's insane how um big alcohol is so promoted and they spend how many millions and billions actually billions of dollars promoting um you know using a substance and escaping ourselves but somehow we still don't have any like like a worldwide education that's just generic on like how important it is to connect with our body through things like breath work or meditation or all of these things that are like the antidote I feel like to escaping yourself you know
1: yeah yeah meditation you hit that nail on the head Um, I did that as well in my early days my regimen when I first stopped drinking alcohol was get up at four o'clock go to the gym Uh, they had these massage chairs and I would listen to Deepak Chopra and he had like these 21 day meditation thing and I would just lay there close my eyes I actually literally put a towel over my eyes so I just kind of black out and I'd zone out on this massage chair and I did it for each session each like other um, meditation sessions like 10 or 12 minutes so it was like perfect and it really just kind of set the mood for the day which was really nice and it's really something I'm really trying to capture again um yeah. you know these days i i feel you know good like i don't need to you know i don't want to say i don't need to i probably should but <laughs> i choose not to um you know in the mornings like it's tough you know i work very long hours you know 10 mm-hmm. 12 hours a day and
0: you know it's crazy
1: it, it's it so, is. it's it so
0: is. easy being like, it's so crazy how we can think back and be like, Hey, I felt a lot better when I was doing this consistently in my life and being self-aware mm-hmm. of that. Like it's, it's a no brainer for me to be like, get honest with yourself. Mariah life was yeah. a little bit happier, a little bit less chaotic or what unmanageable yeah. or whatever. When I just like had zero alcohol in my life. And when I was hitting meetings consistently, yeah. it was just like, I was able to connect and work on recovery and be self aware and be kind of forced to be self aware you know through being just like present and sober but also then like having topics at meetings and stuff you know like it's so interesting that like every every person can relate i know this for sure if you're listening to this you know that there's something that you could or we air quote like should be doing, yeah. um yeah. because we know that we feel better when we are doing those things, but somehow we're still like, yeah, but I just am not right now, <laughs> like
1: yeah, yeah, what it, the it hell? seasons, it's seasons, you uh-huh. know, I mean
0: okay, the you know? whole the
1: whole pandemic it was like such a kicker, you know, I was so yeah. into like go, 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 and then they sh- like over here in Hawaii, they just shut everything down, like you couldn't go to the gyms anymore. I and mean, he couldn't even go to movie theaters and it was really just one of those things like you didn't even shut down the beach like you'd get tickets if you went to the beach That's um, crazy. which was really yeah really awkward so it, it just really like everything just came to a stop and then it's like I was still quote-unquote essential so I was going to work and you know it's still like okay well I'm just gonna eat up and I guess not go to the gym and then here I am 30 pounds later. And it's like, yeah. okay, I really I really got to get back at it here.
0: Even like a subconscious coping mechanism. You know, like it's like so many of our like, I don't want to say like bad habits. So just they're literally coping strategies where we're like, hey, my nervous system's dysregulated right now. The world may be dying. I'm not sure. Like it's like fear, confusion, grief. Like, and so of course, like things like big alcohol, like they can sink their teeth into us, but it's also like, food you know like how it's like any type of like impulsive decision making here like not to mention like can you imagine how much money amazon probably made (laughs) through the pandemic of like not just like in general getting stuff shipped to your house but like the extra like fluffy shit that nobody really needs (laughs) like
1: yeah (laughs) yeah exactly the uh the drunken shopping i remember that too Uh, like you know like oh wait i ordered this
0: (laughs) It's like Christmas. You're like, someone sent me a gift. Oh, it was me.
1: (laughs) I love myself.
0: (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I can't relate to that at all.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, you know, um, it's just, I just dig these days, you know, like I said, I'm just so grateful, grateful for you, Mariah, for inviting me on. And uh, I just appreciate it. Sharing my story and sharing some of the tools, techniques that I've used and You know, every day, you know, it's just, I know, it's very cliche one day at a time, but it really, truly is that way. Um, Nothing is guaranteed, um, you know, to go out there. And I just hope everyone, you know, as you proceed in life, I hope everyone finds their reason why, you know, either, you know, why do I want to stop drinking alcohol or why maybe I should monitor, you know, monitor a little bit more and see and, you know, um, yeah, there's just a lot. There's a lot of good that came out of me not drinking alcohol, um, on on many many levels. Um, so, for me, it, it's I'm never gonna stop not drinking alcohol. I I feel for me now, I'm at that point where I don't need it. You know, I'm I'm so mentally in tune with myself and in a good headspace. And I, I've been through a lot of trials and tribulations ever since I did stop drinking alcohol. And um, you know, I I'm so good right now. But it took a lot of work. I mean it takes yeah. work. It takes yeah. a lot of work. A lot of self-awareness. Um, you know, support, understanding like you're not always gonna have support. You got to support yourself. Um right. you know and then that's you know that's tough too. I'm in like you say, you're in, you know, Fargo, North Dakota. I'm out here 2800 miles away from anything remotely close to me <laughs> you know and it's yeah living in paradise and you know i'm i'm proofing the pudding you know you don't have to drink alcohol in paradise you you can enjoy life enjoy all the pleasures you know I, I enjoy getting up early in the mornings and catching the sunrise over in lanikai which is beautiful you get the Mokalua islands and the sunrise and i count blessings and
0: Give thanks. And, you know, I,
1: I use I use that time to uh talk to my dad, you know, which is always very special to me. And you know, one thing I find too after I stop drinking alcohol and you know, being a big burly guy and, you know, working construction is I'm much more emotional these days, you know, watching movies or, you know, even like if it's a commercial or American Idol or something, you know. My kids will look at me and be like, Oh, dad's crying again. It's
0: (laughs) It's so beautiful. Like, what a what a gift. There's so many gifts wrapped up in that scenario all in one. Like one, you're home, two, you're spending quality time with your kids. Three, you're showing your kids that a grown adult man can be tough and strong and dependable and emotional. Like it's so beautiful. Like everything that you just said.
1: Yeah, and it just it all takes time, you know. It it takes time and yeah. I just, you know, I pray every night, you know, I, I still believe in the higher being. I don't know what it is, who it is, she, who she is. I have no idea.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I just know there's something up there watching over me. And uh, I continue to just do my best and carry on every day and, you know, take these opportunities and just to help spread the the good You know, thoughts and feelings and aloha to everyone.
0: I want to say thank you so much for this conversation today. I know I I knew talking with you was going to be this. It just I feel this energy like in the pit of my stomach, but it's a good kind. And I just I know what I have to do. And I know that I have support all around me and I know like just diving back into sober Instagram and like surrounding myself with the people, places and things that are good for me. And if that happens to not be being alone with my thoughts right now, because I have been known to make some questionable choices lately, like I don't need to have a glass of wine at the end of the day and tell myself it's because I'm stressed. Like Mariah, you know this, like you've been through this before, you know, and so I'm going to work on um, not shaming myself and not telling myself, like, you know, better, like, don't be an idiot. You know, I'm trying to not have that self-talk with myself and to just recognize, like, hey, like, there's no right way to do this thing. This was um, an option, you know, that I that I grabbed onto, Um, And it's always an option, you know, to choose to drink. But hearing it through you and just seeing how beautiful I know, I know that life is much more. Um, it just feels like life you know instead of just like survival you know when we yeah. are present and connecting with ourselves and able to do beautiful things like watching the sunrise with your dad and speaking to him yeah. you know the way that yeah. you know how now and it's just I think it's gorgeous yeah. and I'm just really grateful for this talk today and for your vibe
1: yeah yeah thank you Mariah thank you okay. I'll see you on the
0: gram Small Talk is produced in partnership with Be Easy Marketing. It would mean so much if you took the time right now to follow the pod and give a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I'll see you guys here next week for another Big Talk topic. Until then, let's keep moving forward.